Hello everyone. Welcome to Peaceful by Nature, the podcast brought to you by this peaceful planet and balanced by Sage. I'm your host, Sage, and here is where you will find gentle and joyful practices that help you cultivate and nourish peace in your life. We become what we practice, and so what we practice here is peace. So I'd like to offer some practices that you can take in, not only to this week in the holiday season, but for your life to cultivate and nourish your awakening heart, which is really what this podcast is all about, that this state of peace and equanimity is our natural state, but that doesn't necessarily mean that we live in this peaceful equanimity zen all the time. Just like the waves that you see in the ocean and the constant ebb and flow of weather systems that happen, that there can be storms and there can be sunny days and that those two things create the balance, that balance equanimity and peace don't come about because we don't feel anything or because life is perfect and smooth. Absolutely, that is not the experience of being a human being. Our natural state is at a baseline, one of peace and love and reciprocity with one another, within our own beings and with the earth. And there are a lot of ways that this balance has been thrown off because of our unbalanced relationship within our own bodies and ourselves. Patriarchy and agriculture and civilization. And when we start to cultivate balance within our own beings and making that a priority, our own well-being a priority, that has a great ripple effect on the way that we show up in our lives, our relationships, how we treat other people. How we treat other people is the basis of our communities, our larger society. And so it's critical that you do the work of coming back home to peace and balance within your own life on a daily basis, on a moment-to-moment basis, and cultivating self-awareness, caring for yourself, practices that tend and befriend and care for your being, for your human being, not only are they not selfish, but they are absolutely essential. They are essential for the well-being of humanity and for bringing about greater balance and peace on the planet. Being the change is not doing the change or working at the change or fighting the outside to create the circumstances that will be perfect and then you can show up and be the change. Being the change is cultivating the self-awareness to be able to recognize what are your values, How do you want to show up in the world, not just on an intellectual level, but on a biological, physical, what is the energy that you are cultivating within your own being and then bringing into the world? So being the change starts with your personal balance. 
So the five pillars of balance and last week's hammock of unconditional love that also was cultivating and reflecting on these five pillars. And really these five pillars, if you take nothing else away and you do five practices or five daily reflections on these five pillars, you will see a shift in your life on how much peace and equanimity and balance you are experiencing. If we could all individually take responsibility to nourish these in our own beings as well as support one another and create societies and structures and relationships that supported these five pillars, I believe that we would see greater peace and harmony on planet Earth. So the five pillars are number one, presence, how present you are. This is crucial because a lot of the fear and anxiety and stress that we have, certainly it's because of our lives and our world, but a lot of it is actually made up in our minds, future tripping, telling stories about the future, or telling stories and keeping emotions and things alive that are no longer actually happening through storytelling in our own mind. So I'll talk a little bit later about making sure that we're cultivating healthy emotional responses. But the first thing to cultivate is a relationship with the present moment and practices that bring you back into the present moment. The most important moment is this one right here, right now making sure that you are safe, your body is safe in this moment, and making friends with the present moment, allowing for what is in this present moment without trying to shift it or change it, and to simply be aware. Present moment awareness through the breath, through relationship with your senses, being aware and not projecting and simplifying, being mindful. And this is a practice. So the first pillar of balance is presence, coming into the present moment. The second pillar of balance is your physical well-being. Now, there are a lot of things that we need to do on a daily basis to take care of our physical health, our physical well-being. You are the expert on how it feels inside your body. Nobody else is in your body. You are the person who lives with you. And it's such a gift to have a body, to listen to your body and to cultivate a relationship with your physical being. Our bodies are not just vehicles to move our brains around. There is wisdom within the body and our physical senses, our physical being will speak to us through the language of symptoms, through pleasure, through pain, to give us feedback on what our body needs. On a very basic level, we need to make sure that we are nourishing our body with healthy food, we need to make sure that we are 
drinking enough water. We need to make sure that we are moving our bodies in ways that feel joyful and expressive and that push our muscles and that we are not sitting a lot or standing in one position a lot. Our bodies are meant to move and express and that we give our bodies the warmth that they need and cool off when we need and that we also have physical awareness of how certain environments and certain people make our bodies feel. There's lots of inputs from the outside and our body will give us feedback on how well we are nourishing them. And sleep, making sure that you get enough sleep during the night and that you are doing your best to support your body's natural rhythms. So the second pillar of balance is your physical well-being. And that can really quickly go out the window if you either are traveling the holiday season or if you're not traveling and you're staying inside a lot and you're not getting a lot of fresh air because of COVID, your body is going to respond to let you know that you need to move it or you need to rest more, you need to get better sleep, you need to make sure that you're limiting your screen time. Usually we intellectually know what needs to be done. That is different than really tuning in and listening listening to your physical experience and nurturing your physical well-being. The third pillar of balance is your emotional awareness, emotional well-being, and your mindset, because your mindset and your thoughts create the environment that will cultivate different emotional states. So this is thoughts and emotions, being mindful of your thoughts. Emotions live in your body, and so they have a big impact on your physical well-being. And when you do physical activity and you are engaged in the world, your emotions and your stress response will be able to express itself and not get trapped in your body. So fully feeling your feelings and allowing emotions to have their beginning, middle, and end. Just like a storm has a beginning, middle, and end, it's not going to keep raining or thundering forever. There's a beginning, middle, and end. And some storms are more intense than other storms. But there is always the sky and the greater environment that can hold these storms. Giving yourself the time, space, permission to fully feel and express. This does not mean taking your emotions out on other people. This means that you are in charge of your own weather system. Access the support that you need to access and find ways of physical expression, creative expression, other ways to move through the emotion that are skillful and healthy and balanced. And we can talk more about that. And that's something that I work with my clients on is how to come into awareness and be in tune with what is happening in their own emotional weather systems. And then 
what are the tools to allow those emotions to exist, but not have negative repercussions on the relationships in their lives. So it's a balance. And emotional intelligence, emotional awareness is something that we're not taught. Our schools will teach us a lot of things, but emotional awareness and emotional intelligence is not something that a lot of people had growing up in their families or had in their education systems. We have less emotional education than we do even sexual education within our education system and our sex education is pretty low. (laughs) So we have a long way to go of teaching people how to be humans and what it is to be in this human being. So the third pillar of balance is emotional intelligence, emotional awareness, and mindfulness, thoughtfulness around how you're thinking and how you are feeling. The fourth pillar of balance is relational. Because we do not live on islands, we are extremely social creatures. The reason that we have evolved to where we have evolved to and become the incredibly resilient species that we have is because we can have relationships with one another. We are very physically vulnerable and we are highly relationally intelligent and sociable creatures. Our relationships will have a really big impact on how we are physically feeling, how we are emotionally feeling. Making sure that we have healthy communication, healthy expression, healthy interaction with the other human beings that we cohabitate with, with our partners, our children, with our friends, with our work colleagues, with our communities, our neighbors. If you are traveling and seeing families of origin during this time, and a lot of times during the holidays, we're seeing people who trigger really old patterns of relating that may not be as skillful as we can be. And so they're really wonderful opportunities for us to learn about ourselves because we are programmed by one another. In particular, we're shaped by our parents and families of origin, our siblings and other people that we had early on in our lives. We evolve and we learn from our relationships how to show up more fully, more authentically, and more balanced. It's really important that we nourish our relationships because it's important for our well-being to have healthy relationships, to have joyful relationships, to share laughter, to share physical touch and hugs and camaraderie with other people gives our bodies the sense that we are safe. For many people, we have not had as much physical contact with other people, just hugging friends or high fives or physical close touch. We haven't been able to do that because of COVID. And so our bodies might feel like we don't have the support that we need. And so intellectually, we can be feeling like, I do have friends, I do have people that care about me, but your body doesn't know that unless you... Make sure you are hugging the people that you can hug, that you are physically soothing yourself and emotionally taking care of yourself, and then making friendships and relationships a priority 
And with my clients, I give them tools and structures so that their relationships are supporting their balance and their well-being holistically and joyfully. The fifth pillar of balance is environment. I spoke about this a little bit last time that a tree is not separate from its environment. We are not separate from our environment. We are not individual creatures that are going about our lives in a vacuum. I was really aware of this recently when I was out in Joshua Tree and it's so silent out there in the desert. Any step that you take, you can hear and it ripples out across the desert because there's not much sound. Every breath, every laugh, every car noise, every coyote howl, you can hear everything. And we have that impact whether or not we can hear it or see it. And our environment has an impact on us. When we are in our home surrounded by clutter or things that weigh us down, reminders of the past that are not supporting our well-being, then on a subconscious level, we feel cluttered and weighed down. And we are naturally inclined to feel at peace and in balance when we have an environment that is reflecting the natural world in a peaceful way. So if you think about what are the ways when you are in nature that you feel most comforted, you feel most at home, you feel safe, there's probably clean water, clear water, because water is needed for life. Trees, hearing the birds, the sunshine, and beauty. This sense of well-being, whatever it is that if you think about, oh, where do I feel most at peace? Where do I feel safest? What is an environment that it, if I imagine an environment that makes me feel well and whole and cared for, that is what you need to cultivate to the best of your capacity. And there are a lot of things that are out of our control. We live within cities that have a lot of noise that is stressful to our bodies and a lot of circumstances that don't support our well-being. And we need to focus on what we can control and not get stressed out about what we can't. So creating a home environment that is supportive and nurturing to your balance and your health and your well-being. And then within our capacity, getting into spaces, into nature, being barefoot, looking out across long distances, and taking active steps to cultivate a larger environment that is nourishing for our own beings as well as the well-being of one another and all the species on the planet this awesome incredible beautiful wild wonderful planet that we call home so that's a relatively brief overview of the five pillars of balance and these are ways for you to check in with yourself as you enter this thanksgiving and holiday season and really for a daily practice if you check in with these five things and focus on how to cultivate and nourish balance within these five areas, I believe that you will find greater peace. So the five pillars again are presence, befriending the present moment, 
physically, being aware of your physical well-being and nourishing that. Emotionally, having emotional intelligence and cultivating emotional resilience as well as emotional responsiveness. The fourth is relational, cultivating healthy, communicative, clear, nourishing, and joyful relationships. And the fifth is environment, to cultivate and nourish an environment that supports your well-being and the well-being of those in your home and making sure that you get time in nature to connect. Nourishing these five pillars and being aware of these is powerful. I hope that you found this helpful. I'm curious about what you do in your daily life to help nourish and cultivate balance in these five areas. What is your relationship with the present moment? How do you cultivate and come back into presence? Are you physically well, physically aware? What is your relationship with your emotions? Do you have emotional intelligence? Where do you think you could grow in this area? How about your relationships? Do they feel nourishing and joyful? Where do you feel like there are areas of growth that you could work on within relationships? How about your environment, your home? Does it nourish your body and your relationships and your well-being? And how much time do you get in nature? How much time do you get outside? just to be in nature and to be with the trees and the mountains and the fresh air and the sun. So I would love to hear your feedback on these five pillars of balance and take these into your Thanksgiving weekend. There's so much to be grateful for. I'm really grateful for you, for you listening and sharing. These meditations are not one and done. They are ways to cultivate and nourish peace in your life on a daily basis. I'm deeply grateful for you being here, for listening, and for taking care of yourself, for being the change that you want to see in the world. I would love to connect with you. Please email me at thispeacefulplanet at gmail.com or balancebysage at gmail.com. Get on my mailing list at balancebysage.com. And I also have space for a few more one-on-one coaching clients. I'm really enjoying the work that I'm doing one-on-one. And if you are interested in becoming a personal client, please email me, balancebysage at gmail.com. And reach out on Instagram at This Peaceful Planet and over on Facebook at Balance by Sage. I hope that you have a peaceful and joyful Thanksgiving. And I hope that you celebrate with a big open heart and that you are deeply nourished. And I will see you next week. Take care.